0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: If you're tired of me starting every show, I'm telling you to buy the tickets. Just buy the <laughs> tickets, man. I know y'all are getting tired of this shit.
0: No. You know I be going to, to work early, right? The yeah. other day I had to be there at 5 o'clock. So, you know, if you got to be to work at 5, you getting up at 3.45 mm-hmm. Have you ever, like, cut on the TV at, like, 3.30 in the morning and you notice that, like, no channel actually is, like, on? It's, like, paid <laughs> programming. Yeah, yeah. Yo, All third-party shit. Have you ever really watched the Peter Popoff Miracle Water commercials? I've watched it for,
1: uh, one time I got jammed up on BET one night. Yo. At like 5 in the morning watching that shit. I watched this shit for about an hour and a half. Dog. Oh, this man has to be stopped.
0: Hey, you can't tell. You can't tell. I watched it the other day for like 35 minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like This man has to be stopped, Joe. Yeah.
0: Yo, if y'all never seen it, he got free miracle spring water. Where you call and you get your, you get the anointing through the miracle water, and then miracles just start happening. And it's mad buck tooth niggas in the crowd. That's all like, yeah, I took the miracle spring water, and next thing you know, I got a check for fifty two thousand dollars.
1: <laughs> like no, no, he didn't. He did not. <laughs> that didn't
0: happen. The lady was like, I took the anointing spring water. And the next day, my lights was back on, and I received a check for seven thousand dollars. I was just like, "Where are these checks coming from? Exactly? <laughs> People are getting checks. Like, who? Who is the check coming from? Like, once you take the anointing from the miracles <laughs> room, just finding money. Just yeah. saying, <laughs> the government got it. <laughs> they got to spend it once they print it. That's just the way it go. Um. We're watching Barrett-Jackson auction. I was talking to one of my neighbors, older white dude. He bought a Maserati from Barrett-Jackson. 2015 drop-top, Gran Turismo, black with- nice. Gorgeous. Black with black pipe, black with black seats with red piping, right? Drop-top, 19-inch alloy wheels on it. The car had 27,000 miles on it. 2014, he got it from the auction for 31 grand. I was like, shit. You won. Yeah. So I was just like, damn. And I've noticed like Barrett Jackson, you you can pull off a nice little deal every now and then when you see the bear. Like the, 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 the bids don't be getting crazy when it's certain cars. And Barrett Jackson does more of like a, you know, mid to high level auction as opposed to meekum which is like, oh, La <laughs> Ferrari, where can we, let's start at 3 million for the La Ferrari, whoever, like, that shit is crazy, whereas like, Barry Jackson, you'll see a motherfucker have like, a 2017 Hellcat, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. starting bid, $28,000, and they get up to like, forty dollars you know, yeah. like, you know, but he said, he, he was telling me, he beautiful Maserati Grants, I'm like, damn, I still want one of these motherfuckers, but he got it, 27,000 miles for 31 grand from the auction, I'm like, damn, that's a good-ass deal. You know what I mean? But we're here. How you feeling?
1: I'm feeling great. I feel, You know why I feel better? Body's tickets. Body's motherfucking Body's tickets. Motherfucking tickets. Like, you tickets. know what I'm but saying? right now and get y'all tickets for the live show. It's us and Mona. You know what I'm saying? The dynamic trio that y'all love so much. Uh, us and Mona. Um, we got a bunch of the podcast appearances coming up in the next few weeks or whatever. Be on the lookout yeah, for those. Yeah, we definitely do. We'll be sharing those on Patreon and on our social media so that y'all can find all them Jones. Uh, but the main thing is is like, is like this weekend, man. It's just it's, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We got an announcement about the uh, about the signing party, network signing party that we're doing after the live show. We got an announcement about that coming soon. Uh, about, you know, some talent and some different things that we're doing with that, man. Uh, so just stay tuned, man. But the most important thing is, if you don't do nothing, buy your live show ticket. You yeah. know what I'm Let me count on y'all to sell out the live show. Yeah. It's only 300 tickets. Uh, we at by about 120, and twenty, hundred and. 30-ish tickets right now, whatever. Buy y'all tickets to the live show, man. Go to officialtrpe.com. Click the events tab. It's the first tab on the join now. Click the events yeah, tab. Yeah, y'all was having I, trouble I, with y'all that. Y'all was having trouble with that. I had to move it. I had to yeah, move the tab. Yeah. Uh, are, we the, are we the problem? I'm yeah. going to move the tab up. <laughs> oh, it's us? All right. All right, man. So I moved the tab up. Y'all should be able to find y'all tickets even easier now. Go to officialtrpe.com or go to uh, World Cafe Live box office or World Cafe Live website. Get y'all tickets for August twenty sixth. Everybody's VIP. TRPE, Chad, Matt, Big Dan, Big Mona. Don't call me white girl. Up. Not to call her big, but she she's big in stature. You know what I'm saying? One of the biggest uh podcasters, period, male or female, in the world right now.
0: Yeah. Absolutely kicking ass. The, uh, oh, did I did I tell you I had a dream the other day with you in it, pause
1: no, no, That's filthy, Big. <laughs> Yo,
0: the shit was crazy. <laughs> I was telling Lee, she was dying. I woke up like, man, what the fuck is going on? Me and you were riding down the street, right? To make it funny, we were in a Camaro. Not like a new one, either. We were like (laughs) in this old scumbag Camaro. And you was like... A licks Camaro. (laughs) That's the funniest part of it. You was like yo, I'm about to pull over and go up in this mini mart. You want something? And I was like, no, nah, I'm cool. And you went in and I was looking at my phone. I looked up, you was robbing the place. So you had a gun up at the dude at the mini mart. So I was like, oh shit, if he robbing it, I do want something. So I <laughs> so I got out and came in. I was like, yeah, man, I didn't know you was robbing this joint. I want to get an ice cream sandwich. So I ran to the back to go get an ice cream sandwich. While I was doing that, you killed a clerk. <laughs> So when you shot him I was like Oh come on man I was uh, We had to say <laughs> <laughs> the fuck You them, <laughs> So The next I don't know how But the next part of the dream I was in LA Cause I was on the run From the murder I'm like let me get the fuck Out of the city <laughs> yeah. So I left and went to LA And I was in my room And I was with a prostitute You know how that ended <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> with this big-titty white prostitute. You know how that ended. And then I called room service for more towels because we fucked the towels up. Yeah. So when they brought the towels up, the the maid brought the towels in, and it felt weird because the towel she had was blue. And I was like, yo, towels from the hotel be white. And she threw the towels and bust out the bed uniform <laughs> was a cop. I was like, put your fucking hands up, nigga. And then I woke up. <laughs> I said, what's the weirdest shit ever." <laughs> and I was, telling him, was like, yeah, you, you need to stop doing drugs. I was like, I ain't do nothing. <laughs> I, I didn't take nothing. It was the weirdest fucking shit I ever had in my life. But you killed the clerk. I went on a run and they found me old in LA. dog LA. Yeah. And they found me in LA. But I don't know if they found you or not. But they, <laughs> they <found me. laughs> Apparently, I was good. <laughs> Apparently, you were straight. My dumb ass left the city and got caught in LA. <laughs> Stupid as shit. But, uh. I got something I want to I want to throw out to you. See okay. how you feel about this. Do you know what happened over the last couple days? No, I don't. Cash Money versus Star Trek, part six hundred and forty seven. Oh man, yo, I didn't even know that was a thing, nigga. So you didn't hear Travis Scott new album?
1: Uh, I've heard three songs. I heard K-pop. I heard uh, Meltdown, and I heard I think. The first song. I probably heard four songs. Did you hear the song with Drake? Yes. I heard that. Yeah. Several times.
0: Yeah. 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 It's on. It's on. Drake, in the song, if you haven't noticed, Travis Scott has a new album out. Tons of features, tons of... Jules was like, I can't believe he got Beyonce on his show. And I'm like, nigga, I kid. It's Travis. Like, they oh, ran God. out of quarter pounders, though, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Travis Scott is a big Niggas deal. Niggas came for the posters. They took the posters off the wall. they like, yeah. oh, y'all ain't got no more for yeah. sale? I bet we just gonna take yeah. these. we taking your motherfucking, <laughs> uh, yads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 straight up. Yeah,
1: he got Beyonce, Drake, Pharrell's on the album, funny enough, Sam on the album, um... Bunch of other people. It's like 20 20 features or whatever the hell that's on this album, man. One thing I will say before we get into this uh, Cash Money versus Star Trek Part Mm -hmm. 55,000. Travis Scott and Mike Dean, as a unit, pause, as a production team, a duo, may be the best and most important producers in music right now, Um, excluding nobody. Their way that they approach making beats and how they can take something that usually is supposed to be very robust and just completely strip it down and still give you all of like the elemental effects and the additional uh, sounds that you need in order for it to feel like a song rather than just like a poem or Mm -hmm. like just some, you know, some flat, you know, musical creation, man. It's very, very impressive. Um, And they're, to their credit, like on like a Dr. Dre or a DJ Khaled level, their production is very crisp, very uh, original as far as like you know their shit when you hear it. Mm-hmm. And it always fucking bangs. No matter how high you turn the volume up, you don't lose that clarity in order to get the, the bass and those 808s and shit like that. And... Lyrical content and what the songs are about aside, just off of the four or five songs, three, four or five songs that I've heard, you cannot question their ear and eye for production about how they put these sonics together for these albums.
0: I'm going there. Travis Scott has figured out festival music. better than any if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your mcdonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive participating mcdonald's like bro like to where it's like i i heard the two songs the three songs that i did there i'm just like yo these jones gonna sound crazy live Like, you can just hear all of that. Like, you say that 808 and that... Like all it, that shit sounds crazy as fuck. They, they, uh, they yeah, Tra- do a good... Travis Scott and Mike Dean are,
1: like, master
0: I like the Boss producers. Mustangs. I always like the Ice Bosses. Up. Yeah, the Bosses is good. I, like, I want a 71 Boss. But, um... So, on the song uh, Meltdown, Drake is being Drake. Like I said, part <laughs> 672 of OVO. I mean, uh, Cash Money versus Star Trek. He says in the rap, uh, what was the line? Hold on, because I don't want to mess it up. He says, I melt down the chains that I bought from your boss. Give a fuck about all that heritage shit. Since V not around, the members done hung up the Louis. They not even wearing, wearing that, that shit. shit. And me and Jules talk about it. Jules is like, I, I I never questioned Drake, man. Drake is that nigga. Y'all y'all have etched it in stone. Drake is like one of them. He's top tier of everything. That nigga, Captain. If he if he <laughs> melted down, all that good for millions of dollars in jewelry. And I'm like, here's the thing. Would it be smart? No. Would it be a fuck you? Would it for be a, everything a, a that they absolute stand for? fuck all of y'all? It's like. Yeah, and I could see Drake doing some weird-ass shit like He's the petty king. He's the petty king. He said in the song, I plan to buy your most personal possessions when they up for auction. Truth be told, I think Think about about it it often. I'm the petty king. And then went and
1: bought all of Pharrell, not only all of Pharrell's shit, a Tupac ring mm-hmm. went up for auction in New York City yesterday, which Drake happened to I'm in New York City for yeah. two weeks. I got seven shows. Three at the Barclays, four at Madison Square Garden. I'm just hanging out, yeah. just kicking it. Mm-hmm. Me and the Wassas,
0: yeah. me and the, me, <laughs> me and Reps up, OVL.
1: We just kicking it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this auction and pay a million dollars for yeah. Tupac's ring.
0: Yeah. With a leather butcher <laughs> cape on. <laughs> like, yeah. He just fucking with people. A nigga was walking around New York the other day in a Yankees jersey with a dog mask. Dog mask. Just
1: Just, just doing whatever I want.
0: Just
1: chilling. Just kicking it.
0: Um, how do you feel about the line? Do we still? Do are we here for this beef to continue? I just want somebody to get slapped. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So at this point somebody gotta get slapped. Yeah, I just want somebody Death to get Rowan slapped. Death Row Bad Boy would have none of this. Uh. At this point, somebody got to yeah, get slapped. Yeah, no, socked. Big
1: Jake and them niggas and 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 uh and, and Buntry and all uh, them niggas, somebody would have died. Yeah. Eric von Zip that was hanging with Puffy and all of that shit.
0: Wolf. Well, like, like, something would have happened. Somebody would have got poked in the neck, yeah. something like that. Like it would have been real yeah, action. Right, write your mama address <laughs> down for you gotta drink this pee. Like something would have went on. Like it just I I can't believe that we're like, not trying to be funny. The cash money Star Trek beef, it's entering its like 16th season. Yeah. This shit is like Law and Order. At a, this point. In like, about four more years, Adonis is going to have to make yeah.
1: a rap. <laughs> 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 like, if we, at the weight that we're going, Adonis yeah. and Pusha's son is going to have to make yeah. raps against
0: each other yeah. at this rate. Yeah. Think about that, though. Virginia has been pulled into the beef. Drake's dad, Drake's mom, 40, Adonis. It's just his it's wife. Pu- that's Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Like, you know, like. Well, the,
1: but, but I, was, I thought you were saying the, the state of Virginia oh, no. got pulled into the shit. Her name the, is Virginia. To, yeah, that's what the, I was talking about. But the state of Virginia oh, yeah, yeah, got yeah. pulled in that shit, too, where it was like allegedly Drake was like trying to tap in with some niggas from. You know, in and around Norfolk and Virginia Beach and all of that old shit and niggas was it was a, a recording that leaked and was like, yeah. nah, man, you know, we ain't trying to say nothing because that shit gonna get crazy in the city, like. And I'm just like, what is going on there? Yeah. Like, what's going on in Portsmouth, Portsmouth Virginia? Man. Like, what the fuck is going on here? So yeah, yeah a, a lot of people have been affected, um, you know, by this beef. A lot of people have benefited. Pushes has benefited to a certain degree, a lot of degree. Drake Drake has benefited to a certain and shit like that because him getting his ass spanked uh pause on uh adenon made him go back and refocus and come back and just just bomb on niggas mm-hmm. on some like you know 94 bad boy shit and yeah. just release just the biggest records that we ever heard in rap history back to back to back to back to back. no pun intended Straight up. and um you know with that being said there needs to be some sort of a resolve like I think that at some point, Drake and Pusha T need to meet up and either shoot the fair one or agree to shut the fuck up about
0: one yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my thing is, like, what's your issue with Pharrell?
1: You platforming this nigga?
0: Yeah, but I mean, like... For, <laughs> That's all. You like, platforming this nigga. I'm not all. all too sure Pharrell has made a music... I'm not all too sure Pharrell has played uh, a (laughs) chord since, like, Happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pharrell is a legitimate fashion designer. And
1: everybody, here's the thing, everybody loves Pharrell. And he's
0: not just, like, Pharrell is doing watches, glasses, jewelry, Mm -hmm. rings. He's doing fucking socks. He's doing every fucking thing. So I I don't understand the, like, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. And you know I'm a Drake fan. But, like, with the Nas shit, I can be a fan. And that that was another thing that was big for me this week. I tried to explain to people. Two things can be right at the same time. And people have this thing where it's like, oh, I'm a fan, so that person is above reproach. No, 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 no. I'm a fan and I'm a realist. You the fuck tripping or that was bad. (laughs) Yeah. You know the way they kind of, like, tore Drake apart for the chain with the 40 pitches I was going to get married? Like, this ain't the flex. you think. Like, I'm going to keep it a buck. Buying Pharrell's Forgotten About Jewelry to burn it, to say it on, that's not really the flex that you think it is, if that's what that was. Because Pharrell didn't sell that jewelry because he's hurting.
1: Yeah, he sold the jewelry to show the black community, the hip-hop community, that we can do some elevated shit when we're, Exiting a certain phase and a stage of our lives. Right. Like I'm gonna do like Sotheby's auction. I'm gonna do this shit like how the royal family does it when they get rid of family yeah, heirlooms. Their brochures and, like and
0: their Fabergé eggs go for millions of dollars. Like, no, this is my motherfucking skateboard. This is my fucking uh uh was it sidekick? Yeah, like my NERD
1: th- pieces, the Oakley's with the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like Because Jacob has become a horology expert and one of the most important watchmakers in the world. Like, bar none, to the point where that fucking billionaire watch that he makes is like a a thing. Like, it's a cultural statement of, like, holy fucking shit. Like, Like, straight up, like... It took three years to make that Joan that Rick Ross just fucking... Bro,
0: like, realistically, I I was saying this shit to Jules, I'm like... If Pharrell is as good as he's ever been. So Pharrell didn't sell this jewelry on some like, oh man, I need to get like like Noriega can't do this with his Newport chain. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying. You're never gonna see an auction for Ply's license plate. He, they can't sell that shit on eBay. Yeah, <laughs> 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 they're not gonna be the reserve hey. on eBay. <laughs> Could you imagine a Sotheby's auction where the man got white gloves and he, like, coming to auction now is a lot 192. This is plies iron in, set in 10-carat white, white gold. Four-carat uh,
1: white gold. It's completely hollow. It's it's not as heavy as it looks.
0: It only weighs 38 grams.
1: <laughs> no chain included. He elected to keep yeah, that. He elected to keep it. <laughs> it's just dependent. Or paperweight, depending upon how, how, how you want to view it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that nigga had an
1: icy iron, man. <laughs> that nigga had a goon rosary.
0: <laughs> oh, man. An icy iron is just, <laughs> just forever hilarious. But this, this the point I'm making is <laughs> niggas had terrible jewelry that nobody gives a fuck about. Pharrell's pieces hit eternally. Yes. So, and I was explaining to Jules, I'm like, yo, I don't think niggas really, because Pharrell is like one of those like quiet money niggas now, where it's one of those, if you don't know, you just don't know.
1: I saw Pharrell doing, not to cut you off, bro, I saw Pharrell doing an interview with like High Snobiety or something like that, or might have been Vogue, where he was in the Louis Vuitton studio and all of that shit, and he was working through designs, this nigga had on the
0: yellowest yellow gold I've ever seen oh, in my life. I'm about to go. I'm some. like, that's that 34-karat gold? I'm about to go a step past that. This nigga, the bull, it was a watchmaker from New York, and he was showing, a, I mean, a jewel from New York, and he was showing high-end watches and shit. And he was like, yo, Pharrell has one of the best Richard Mills I've ever seen. This nigga had a Sapphire Case RM50. Full factory set diamonds over top of the sapphire in the case. The band for the Richard Mill was a Cuban link. The dude was like, "I've never seen." it. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause you know the whole thing with Richard Mills is the sports bands. Mm-hmm. He had a Richard Mill with a solid gold Cuban yeah. link band, and he was just like, "I don't even know what the fuck that." Cause like <laughs> I've never seen that. And then they was like, "Oh yeah, that's a one on one." And then then they showed a picture of Pharrell. Who he in the picture with? Richard, Richard Mill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I think Nori was like, he wanted to get a Richard Mill. Pharrell Pharrell called him. Yeah, Nori wanted to Nori him. The Newport chain (laughs) nigga. Yeah, all right, Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. <laughs> Queensbridge, CNN. Yeah, yeah. War Report. Yeah. Nigga called Richard Mill. Yeah. I got a cell for you. <laughs> oh, I no, mean, he's my guy. No, he don't do that rap shit no more. He got the show, the, on the, the big one on the show. Likes. <laughs> Straight up.
1: The nigga with the big teeth on the top. You know, yeah.
0: Corey. Yeah. So it's like Pharrell ain't even close to fucked up. So you didn't buy this on some, like you buying his distressed assets because he in a bad place. that's not that on the flip side, you paid millions. You paid more than what he paid for this for Sure, shit. Way more. So it's like already, this is, this is one of those, like, all right, you down to you. you <laughs> it's like a safety. Like, like do nothing. you know what I'm saying? And then you <clears throat> melt it down, which all the value that you overpaid for goes out the window is gone, and now you in the song saying that in the 16th season of Cash Money vs. Star Trek, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Yo, man, you just just do no stylist too or something."
1: Like, this? <laughs> we chronicled this on the show. I went through the full history of this shit. This shit literally started because Birdman didn't pay Pharrell and Chad for what happened to him. What happened boy. to that boy? That, I was like in high school, I think. Like, I don't, I don't even know. what year was that? Like, that shit was mad long ago.
0: Straight up, man. We
1: are still mad.
0: Yeah. Like, then
1: Birdman followed up with a fucking interview some years later talking about why cash money was a superior label. We do the most, we sell the most. We go on toe the most. Like <laughs> oh, the most. <laughs> we just do the most. Ah, like. Ah. I ain't talking about none of that other shit Playboy. No one would that
0: ass. We go on total <laughs>
1: <Totemose. laughs> music. So, like, how was we, how was, you we know. We go on all, all these niggas' money come from everything but music play, bar, You know what I'm saying? We do the most. Yo. We sell the most. Can't nobody fuck with Toonchi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He get two million for yeah. a feature. He get a million, I get a million. Yeah. Declared. Yeah. So, so, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like all of these different, like, little points of, like, intersection and disrespect and this and this that people took offense to and all of that shit, none of it has anything to do with Drake. No, no. (laughs) But here he is standing in the fire holding the flag. He's the only one.
0: Who said that on a rap? We Oh, Eminem. Uh, Little did I know I inherited a beef. You know what I'm saying? When he signed with Dr. Dre and shit, like, you know.
1: Eminem had to stand off with Shug. Night behind signing with Dre.
0: He, What'd he say? He said, I watched and at my teeth um, when Dr. Dre stole me. Stay out of the Shug beef. He was like, that shit drove me crazy because um, he's all on TV down talking to man who literally saved my life. Like, fuck it. I understand. Like, shit is the truth. And he said, like, Dr. Dre saved my life and I got to watch Shug talk crazy about this nigga every day. Like, I want to punch Shug in the fucking face. And Dre was like, yo, this ain't your beef. You know what I mean? Like, but that's how it go. You can inherit a beef. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, it's like not trying to be funny. If you got beef with somebody, it's kind of like and you inherit it just by being proximity. That's yeah. the way it works. And it's kind of wild to see where the initial beef was with Pharrell and Stunner, which led to Pusha T. It wasn't even malice. No. It was malice. Was like, man, praise God. <laughs> like I'm going to fuck
1: over Tony. Totally just got thirty years. I don't want none of this. Yeah, I don't up. want
0: none of this. And Push took it to Stunner, and then the Birdman, and then. They kind of got like Bugattis and filthy rich, and it was just like <laughs> fuck that light skin nigga, and, and 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 that's where the shit is is at, and it's just it's it's going on twenty years of this shit. What we've happened reached, to that boy was like oh two. We've reached the point. No, 04. 04, 04 05, Some shit like years that. Years ago, regardless,
1: so yeah. however you frame yeah. it, it's twenty years ago. Yeah,
0: and we're entering the seventh year of Drake and Push. <laughs> yes, like not trying to be funny. Drake, think about it. Push got a whole nother album from when he was dissing Drake on the other album. <laughs> on, from when he was dissing him on the album before that. They just got to fight, man. Just meet up. and Just fight, man. Meet up at
1: Dumbo House or Soho House and just get it on. Yeah. Three minutes.
0: And then to have all of this shit where... Push is saying the things he's saying, and then Drake's doing. Remember Drake was on the shot like, I want to punch you in the fucking face. And, you know, it, it, all of this shit, I, I had the record. I was going to end his motherfucking life, but but the old, old, old man told me don't do it. And, you know, then Jay Prince, oh, yeah, see, we don't <laughs> roll around <laughs> in the, the slot <laughs> with them hogs. <halls." laughs> and it's just like,
1: this is anything. This is literally and you beef. got Pusha doing thirty seven thousand interviews and basically like, I don't believe none of these niggas yeah. like I don't I think they all pussy like I don't believe none of these <laughs> niggas like I see these niggas like I was in the elevator with Stunner and I asked him, you good nigga you good yeah. and he and what he do get off on his motherfucking floor I'm
0: just like. This nigga, you ain't uh, nigga in the back. Remember, Players This whole head. It's,
1: it's just weird to me. Where it's like, yo, y'all have very pronounced. Uh, there's a very pronounced issue mm-hmm. that's been going on for twenty years now, yo, twenty fucking years. And nobody's got punched in the face or shot in the leg. No, it no. doesn't make a lot of sense. Nobody's
0: been carjacked. <laughs> like, are y'all orchestrating this? Is this right. like, are y'all secretly friends? It's like, given WWE. Like, you You look up and you see the Rock and Stone yeah. Cold at Bankroll and you're just like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, I thought y'all was archenemies. Like, there it is. Oh, that's some TV shit. Yeah. Like, it, because
1: it's like, where's the resolution yeah. here? Because y'all haven't even agreed to peacefully coexist. Like, oh. I thought that the, that the cash money Star Trek beef was over. When Wayne went to jail and then push a shot in the mouth, free that nigga Weezy, da 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 da. I was like, all right, cool, finally. That was in
0: 08, 09. <laughs> yeah, Wayne went to jail in right after Carter 3. Right after Carter 3. Yeah, sorry for the wait, 08, 09. Yeah, yeah 08, 09. Yeah. So we thought this was over 14 years ago. Yeah.
1: It's still not over, dog.
0: No. <laughs> no.
1: Never will it stop oh you dozen. home fuck that nigga <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted him out so I could be like real shit it's a crazy ass beef man like it's very yeah I, I've reached a
0: point where I, I, I just I don't I don't really care for beef rap I like the the subliminals I like the like the line was cool but it's just y'all too like Drake makes subliminals all the time mm-hmm. you see they pulled up this past week the whole shit with Jalen Brown <laughs> Talk. And it's just like, yeah. I remember Jules told me that, like, we've been new. He was fucking around with Bernice Bogos. Girls. Um, I did. I never. I found oh, out. Jules put me on it that three moment. days ago. No, Jules. Been, Jules. <laughs> Jules. Like, not trying to be funny. Like, you are deep in the internet, nigga. That nigga's like, he got nothing to do. <laughs> so he deep in the internet, nigga. Like sub basement of the internet, way down there. Like he Jules is the, uh, the um, the s- 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 submersible levels. <laughs> <laughs> of the internet, like twelve thousand yeah, five hundred feet below the surface. <laughs> but he was talking about the whole. Uh, he he had been told me about Bernie's burgers, and so we had kind of knew the whole. You know, you fuck with a shooting guard, I'll have you course. Like we've been through all that shit. But it's like, yeah, those little Jones. That's what Drake do because that's what Jay did. Mm-hmm. That's what Biggie did. Everything is the subliminal disc. There's nothing that's not a diss. Yeah. The Mad Rapper skits was hilarious to us. <laughs> Big is like, you know that's Wu-Tang. And nah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, like, that's what it was. It's all a diss. It's all a diss. Fuck Every- all of you niggas. Everything is a diss. Remember when Puff and Maze did Jealous Guy? That was a diss. Yeah. Everything is a diss. So I get it. But it's like, with y'all two, there has been an issue for so long. And for you to be with, like, uh, uh, what's the nigga who, the real street nigga from Toronto? Oh, Chubbs. No, no. Uh, uh Baca. Baca. Like, for you to be with Baca and this boy be with, what was Pushman and went down for all the shit? Oh, Tony. Tony, like... Tony G. For y'all to be around all these different people and it's just like, y'all just move around, go in and out, all this shit, like, nothing... It's given that it's either not a problem or y'all doing this shit for entertainment.
1: Yeah. And then on the, on the, on the song, Drake had the line at the end where he was like, you lucky that Vogue was suing. I would have been in Paris with the Wassers. Like, and it's just like, all right, man. All right. Like, all right.
0: What was you going to do? In gonna Paris? Sock push
1: off the runway. Like, <laughs> like what was <laughs> supposed, supposed to go on here, man?
0: Oh uh, yeah. It's just, it's just gotten, they've
1: reached a stage where there's way more benefit in the reunion and them doing a record together or whatever than it is to keep this bullshit-ass beef going where nobody's got shot.
0: No. No. Because truth be told, I don't even care. And I'm a fan of both. I don't care about the the diss anymore. The beef, I, I just don't. Just drop good music, guys. It's
1: definitely the novelty of the beef is not really there because it's like once... Um, once Jay Prince makes you put your stick put the stick down, like it's like, all right, where do we go from? Like, you can't really come back from that. But he's continued to keep I remember my this- homie,
0: he's a he's a real pusher. He was just like, I can't believe you went on there and was like, uh, push ain't put the best album out. Daytona better than all that shit this year. And I'm like, Daytona was a very cool. Thing, it was a great but, EP, but but it's, it's a not great a great album play. because it's only seven songs, and half of it is dissing the nigga. When you drop an album, and it's got seven tracks, and the seven tracks are, if you know, you know, fuck Drake. Everybody loves McDonald's fries, so yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba 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 fuck Drake again. Infrared, fuck Drake some more. It's like, this is a a weird (laughs) album, bro. (laughs) Like, what the fuck you want from me? Like, the songs that weren't fuck Drake records were pretty decent. If You Know You Know is a classic in my eyes.
1: Fuck Drake as well, featuring Rick
0: Ross. No. (laughs) (laughs) What was the second song on there? These are the games we play? That's a classic. Santeria was everything. Those songs are great. But the rest of it is just like... What would Meek do? Infrared. It's just like it's all fuck Drake music. Then Drake calls off and has the best summer of history, and it's just like, oh, I got some more. Fuck that <laughs> nigga whole family. <laughs> hey, I got some more. Oh, you out here top of the charts? <laughs> <laughs> you out right here top of the charts after I said, fuck you? Watch this. Your dad is a nut ass Your nigga. Your dad is a fucking clown, yeah. <laughs> Your son deserves you to be in his life, bitch. <laughs> it just got so weird. That's why I'm 40 dying. Like it was it was just crazy. And I, I I I'm personally, I'm just I'm tapped out of the beef shit at this point.
1: Yeah, I'm it's not a very interesting beef, man. And like I said, yeah. and, and at this point, y'all would be better off just cutting a couple records together and just, you know, just letting bygones be bygones. The beef, I hate the, I, the beef thing got so deep. Kanye and Push not even friends no more because Kanye was trying to be friends with Drake mm. while Push was dissing Drake yeah. and stealing info from him. I'm just like, yeah. this is Kanye. We
0: went to the concert. <laughs> Kanye did the show. Push, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I was just trying to be, you know, because like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what? I'm out. <laughs> I'm crazy again. <laughs> Kanye out. Shit, wow. And I'm going to just keep it a bug. Drake's not going to release anything. He's not going to say anything, do anything that is even going to scratch the surface of what the fucking Adonis track was. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. And on the flip side, Push is not going to release anything that scaves as much as the story of Adonis. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was I'm mean, not not Adonis. Drake's not releasing nothing to live up to it, and Push is not releasing anything to go past it. Yeah. So at this point.
1: Bush won't even engage with Jim Jones right now because
0: it's like, what am I going to say? I, I
1: already cemented myself in the all-time annals of uh, of disc records. What can I say to Jim Jones that's going to supersede that? There is nothing. There's nothing you can say. So I'm just going to ignore him until this goes away.
0: Right. Because at the end of the day, Jim Jones, for what it's worth, and I, I like Jim Jones, but it's like Drake is one of them guys where if you throw mud, he don't get mud on him. Jim Jones, you can just go on YouTube and see Jim (laughs) Jones mud. So it's like you know what I'm saying. So Mendices had you
1: in their car. Uh, True Life took your jewelry thirty two times. (laughs)
0: Like it's just shit all over the. So you're not about to say anything that's gonna have people like oh yeah, it's just not gonna happen. So we definitely need a sprinter. Listen,
1: I'm thinking the same thing. I need a sprinter.
0: Yeah, definitely need one of those. All right, so enough with the music shit. Um, I want to talk about this peacock. Situation. Yeah, you
1: you brought a topic to the table last night. We was you were in the group chat or whatever, just talking about how Peacock is essentially hemorrhaging money, and it opened up a larger conversation about. Y'all were getting it in. I, about, I was.
0: I woke up and that that shit was like because I I got you saved this Chad, lawyer Kevin Dunbar and I saw sixty seven. <laughs> I'm just like,
1: why? <laughs> it opened up a bigger conversation about streaming. Um, streaming rights mm-hmm. is it important? The benefit, who does it benefit, and all of that shit. But let's just start with Peacock.
0: Yeah. So Peacock basically is a, for all you don't know, it's an NBC backed uh, streaming app, mm-hmm. streaming network. You know, if you don't understand, there are gazillion. Everything has an app now,
1: and one thing South has an
0: app. Yeah. One thing I've realized though is certain streaming apps are partnered with other streaming apps to where if you get their service, you it get a bunch one. of other shit like Hulu. To me. Is like the best joint. Yeah, Hulu,
1: you get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus.
0: ESPN, you get fucking A and E, uh, uh, uh Vice. Stars. Star everything for Hulu got it all. Like.
1: And then now Paramount Plus, which is they don't have their own app, but their service is basically mm-hmm. through Prime. They partner with Prime. So you add it on as an add-on for its own channel, but then you get Showtime for free now. Yeah.
0: It's basically, to me, the big three are the Netflix, Prime, and Hulu. Yes. And then you kind of pick and choose what you want in and around that. So long story short, Peacock, who is the backer of Kevin Hart's situation with the uh, Heart to Heart, Mm -hmm. they're the backer of, uh, what else do they got? Bel Air. Bel Air. They just did the whole... uh, uh, Marsh Chestnut and them. Um uh, Best Man. Best Man series, you know, as a television show, whatever. They got
1: all of the Law and Orders on there. They got um Yellowstone as one of their properties. Yeah, they
0: got Peacock got some shit. Peacock hasn't made money in a year. Yeah. In fact, it's gotten so ridiculous in the last quarter, their subscriptions actually went up. Their subscriptions went up from twenty two million to twenty four million. Mm. They gained two million subscribers, but in that same time, they lost six hundred and fifty-one million dollars. And I'm like, somebody, quick match.
1: <laughs> yeah, explain this to me like hey, I'm three years old.
0: Yeah, explain the how because the, the computers is not the computers ain't even on.
1: You know what it probably is those 2 million users is probably some form of subsidy that's there mm-hmm. where it's like they essentially are charging but then it gets charged back in the form of like an Amex credit or something like that where they're just trying to um just add user base on but as of right now they're essentially paying for people to get on the service like I get Peacock for free through um you know through my Amex I got uh, to do Amex yeah.
0: it's funny cuz we both got the Amex credit so I use mine's for she used hers for Peacock. Yeah. I use mine for Audible.
1: Yeah, I get Audible.
0: Yeah. Audible. I, I get audible.
1: audible and Peacock. And I think the there is a free tier of Peacock, and then you can pay the difference for the non-ad supported version, mm-hmm. which is like five thirty a month. So I get it for free. I get the free membership, and then I pay the five thirty upgrade. And then that and Audible together is it clears my um, twenty dollar a month credit or whatever for digital services
0: from April to June. Uh, The subscriptions on Peacock went up from 22 million to 24 million. In that same time, they lost $651 million. Sadly, those losses have pretty much become par for the course. The NBC Universal streaming platform lost $704 million in the prior quarter and $467 million in quarter two of 2022. The company expects the peak losses to from the streaming to the tune of $3 billion in 2023. The good thing for Comcast is soon... The good thing for Comcast is they're soon gonna come into nine billion as they're selling their stake in Hulu to Disney. Ah, oh. and I'm like, yo, to have some shit that loses six hundred million in this quarter, seven hundred million the quarter before, four hundred and sixty million <laughs> in the quarter before that, and just be like, that's cool, talking, we, got nine, we got nine billion coming from the, you know, we selling little Joe, you know what I'm saying, my man, you yeah, know, fuck them, yeah. you know what I'm saying, we done with
1: that <laughs> shit, we over here with it. <laughs> and the conversation itself opened up to us, you know, just talking about streaming rights and all of that. And it's like, where the fuck did Peacock go wrong? And where I think they went wrong is it's like NBC and Universal, essentially um, NBC, Universal and Comcast together, three companies bonded together is essentially like a fucking cable vision monopoly. There aren't really many other cable vision providers out there. There's some small regional companies here in there, Spectrum, a uh, couple other, like, little small regional drones, but for the most part, Xfinity is the number one cable provider in the world. That shit is owned by fucking uh, Comcast Universal, uh, Comcast Universal NBC or whatever the case may be. So <clears throat> with that in mind, y'all, produ- y'all have a cable vision monopoly and y'all produce tons of fucking content through NBC, through Universal Television, through Universal uh, Films and all of that shit y'all would have been better served to like you were doing before with Hulu, just using that as a place to park your uh, digital versions of these TV shows and all of that shit and just take licensing fees for a year here, two years here, five years here, blah, 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 six months there, blah, blah, blah for all of these different properties and just make money on shit that already made money for you as opposed to having to do R and D, which is research and development on building your own fucking platform and it, it being an albatross and costing you so much money. Now, what I will say is I have a conspiracy theory that they're essentially using Peacock as a place to park all their bad debt because they're already losing money over there. So they just like, Oh yeah, we lost how much for Comcast. He yeah, parked that on peak. Like they're just shifting the fucking mm. buck in order to clean the books on everything else to where it's like, are we profitable here, 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 and here? We're only losing money over here. Ah, I see what you're saying. And they're using it like a dumpster to park all of this fucking bad debt and all of this whole shit. And eventually, once they sell their stake in Hulu, get that non-billy coming in, blah, 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 They're at some point, Peacock is going to right-size itself. I would imagine.
0: Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles, and a breakfast cut-off, ba 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 ba.
1: That it has to turn around. If not, then they're just going to keep using it as like a place to just park bad debt.
0: Oh, the Super Mario's. The Mario in April 5 release made more than half a billion dollars domestically and more than $1.3 billion at the Worldwide Box Office. It almost single-handedly sent the quarter's theatrical revenue soaring 66% versus the same three-month period in 2022. Universal's Fast X also came out in that quarter, though that one disappointed. And I I'm, I'm went and looked at it. They put the budget for Fast X was $350 million. It made seven hundred and forty in the box office.
1: That's a disappointment.
0: Because, <laughs> but think about it, though. Most of their movies make a billion yeah. against a $200 million budget. For y'all to almost double the budget and, like, barely double that yeah. bread. And I was saying the other day, I'm kind of at the point where I'm ready for Fast to just I'm ready for the whole season. We got to gotta pack it up. And, and I saw this thing the other day. They're already gearing up to do Fast 11. And Vin Diesel said that he wants Robert Downey Jr. as the antagonist. And the chick, uh, what's her name, Letty, the chick Rodriguez, she says she wants Matt Damon. And they said that the people are developing characters for both of them, <laughs> and I'm like, they put Matt Damon and Robert Downey Jr. in his joint. They're gonna be back to a billion, and we're gonna be on Fast 16, nigga. Y'all, well, you know, can y'all stop going? They're like, oh, we down. All right, I gotta, I'll fix this whole shit right here. I, I'm, I'm so over. Ben Affleck it coming up next, nigga. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. And if that don't work, you know we bringing Puffy out. <laughs> it's just gonna be dumb shit. Cardi B is the Drake. antagonist. <laughs> Stupid shit. The petty king from Toronto. So the conversation that sparked though with the streaming, good or bad, where were, where were the standpoints? Because so I didn't go back so to the So the standpoint is,
1: Kev essentially was saying like um he feels like the streaming model is a bad is a bad business model. And I was like, I can't agree to that because essentially streaming while imperfect has saved the music industry in particular. Music industry-related revenue was like 78% came from streaming last year. I was about to say, without streaming, I don't know if music... Niggas had to... And the point that I made was, niggas had to go back and work at Shopping Bag. Like, it was over. Like, niggas was going to have to go and find themselves in the form of real life and not through artistic expression without streaming because it was over. A Scud missile in the form of piracy hit the music industry and nobody had the answer. Steve Jobs actually had the answer and the music industry told him... Eat shit, yeah. dumb tech motherfucker.
0: Yeah.
1: And them corny ass jeans. Yeah, them corny ass jeans yeah. and that black turtleneck yeah. and that brown belt. Get the fuck out of my office yeah. and take this little white iPod I, whatever the fuck, with your stupid yeah. ass. And he was trying to encourage them to go digital in like 98-99.
0: I got the iPod. I'll pop you
1: an eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, and he had the he had to fix it's like, yo, we need to start converting. This like people no longer value like the hard product of buying music. We have to start converting to digital. Blah blah blah. I got this whole fucking i this fucking store. We gonna call it the iTunes store. They can digitally shop, buy music, da da da, and they can put it right here. I'll partner with y'all. I'll give y'all a back end. This and this and this. And the music industry told that nigga, fuck you, buddy. Mm. Get the fuck out of my office. Yo, they we, all
0: did. We really used to go buy music. Yes, every Tuesday. Do you know how crazy <laughs> of a concept... Like, Remember I was like, motherfuckers don't want to leave the house to work? Yeah. Could you imagine leaving the house
1: <laughs> to get music?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had
1: to go buy Harlem World from South Oh Dog,
0: like dog. I can remember buying Jada first album. I can remember buying Juvie 400 Degrees. I can remember buying The Block Is Hot. Yeah. I can dead-ass remember <sighs> buying Volume 3. I remember three. being
1: a manager at Total Sport and literally... <laughs> I'm making like probably like 800 bucks a week. I'm spending $150 a week on CDs.
0: You remember when you would be so hyped to where you, if you took the CD book out and it had the lyrics in the book, yeah. you'd be like, <laughs> learn this whole shit yeah. by next Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, we used to really buy music and the same goes for movies. Like, we used, like, my dad had that, you remember that, John, that, that little armoire? You open it up, <laughs> yeah. and it'd be mad VHSs. you would be like, all right, those are the actions. That's <laughs> right. all. That's lethal weapons. All that over there. These are the comedies. You know, who, who put Footloose <laughs> over here with the goddamn action book?
1: Ain't no action in Footloose. <laughs>
0: it's a system. My pop used to be spazzing. Spazzing. Who put Beverly Hills Cop over there with this, with the kids movies? Like, Dad, that was a real thing. That's PG thirteen. Ain't for no kids. That ain't no films. <laughs> dog. That was a real thing. Yeah. The movies used to be sectioned. Who the fuck did I see the other day? Uh, oh, we was watching that, uh, um, that show, um, Married at First Sight. Okay. And they yeah. came back to their real cribs or whatever. And they came in, the chick was showing him her crib. Yo, this bitch had this wild ass DVD collection. And he was just like Damn, you got a lot of DVD. I was just like, yo, that's a, like, it like this bitch like robbed. So like, why do you have that many DVDs? Robbed the like, Arrows video. <laughs> oh. You remember when motherfuckers used to be proud of their VHS yes, and their DVDs? My grandmother. You remember when motherfuckers got so freaky, they had the DVD holder that, that did the big S? That's <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> so you know I'm serious about like, this shit. you know shit. I'm getting money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Bro, shit. Motherfuckers used to straight have VHS and DVD. All over the. Place. I can remember when the laser disc first started. We couldn't understand it.
1: Laser disc was this motherfucking big. It was bigger than a record,
0: straight up. And it was just like, whoa, well, what do you mean the movies is on a disc? Do you remember when you found out that the PlayStation Two could play DVDs? Oh. You like, so I don't even gotta buy a DVD <laughs> player. I just get the PlayStation <laughs> the I'm Nigga. good, baby. I remember my man had the remote for the PlayStation. Cause you know, we just use the controller. <laughs> yeah. He had the remote. He said, No, this is, this is real cinema going on. <laughs> like, so yeah, it it did the same thing though for television and yeah. movies. And look at where we at now, like how we just said, all of this shit where you got apps on top of apps and everything connected. And we've you- gotten so down with the digital
1: part. Of uh movie releases and stuff like that. If the shit flop in the movies this weekend, it's on digital it's on Tuesday, oh, nigga. Oh, the bat the open the box office was bad. Oh bet catch this on you can buy this at home for $19.99 yeah, today, nigga.
0: Yeah, we just try and get them shares <laughs> up. Seriously. Straight up.
1: So it's like so having those those um economies Don't. of scale and those processes in place to be able to do that because everything is digital and we can just service this shit to all these different digital mediums with the push of a button is an advantage. Now the streaming itself, the formula calculation specific to the music industry and the fucking, um, the, the movie and television industry. It's very, it's a very imperfect system. Mm-hmm. The calculation is like a penny of a penny of a penny of a like It's it's a, it's a mechanical royalty that compounds with the more viewership and the more buys and blah, blah, blah. Um, and part of the actor's strike and the writer's strike right now is saying that their residual income calculation is wrong and that you have this big boom of streaming, fucking DeLorean on here. You have this big boom of streaming mm-hmm. that um, has put all of this money back into Hollywood, and the talent that are creating these pieces of art are not benefiting. From that, And then the same thing in the music industry. You got Teller Swift going fucking back to Spotify every eight months at this point. Like, nah, I need a bump. I need a bump. I need a bump. Like, this shit ain't right. Even to the point where it's like a smart artist like her is going back to selling hard copy fucking vinyl of her albums. Um, selling 700,000 pieces of vinyl in a week mm-hmm. um, on a reissue. Because she has, and her fans are her fans. Drake's fans, to the most part, are Drake fans. Beyonce fans are Beyonce fans for the most part. So the certain elite artists are always going to be able to
0: Get the maximum benefit out mm. of the music industry. However, look at, the, look at not the country, but look at Kendrick with Damn. When exactly. Kendrick released Damn, he did 650,000 week. I want to say it was like half and half, like 350 digital, 300 hard copies. Yeah. But when he released uh, Mr. Mr. Ridiculous Mr. and the yeah, Steppers. <laughs> That shit he did no hard copies. It did was no physical 000. he did three hundred and twenty five thousand digital. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, if he released a hard copy, yeah you know, certain people have the leeway, certain people don't exactly. So with that in mind, it's
1: like, you know, the guy and the the yeah. little guy, the guys and the people in between, are, like, in, in in any industry are the people that are getting marginalized. So when you look at, like, the music industry, you know, like I said, the Drakes, the Taylor Swifts, the the Bad Bunnies and all of that, they're going to be fine because their deal structure is right to begin with before we even get to the streaming portion. Yeah, like you said in my the last My revenue, show. my rev share on the deal itself is proper before we do huh, anything.
0: You, you said it on the last show. Drake and Nicki Minaj and them are allowed to go and do 110s on Lesser artists, yeah. So my shit is all the way straight. I'm all the way
1: straight. I don't have no fucking complaints. This shit is great the way it is. But if y'all want to give me more money, I'll take it. But the people that are arguing, you know, for it, and basically are are the people that are, you know, in that in the middle, and then some of the like the smaller artists or whatever. But when you look at like the indie artists from uh fucking Detroit and um you know Ohio and certain parts of New York and shit like that. These young boys, even somebody like Leaf Ward from Philly, these young boys is getting eighty thousand a month, a hundred and forty thousand a month from, from fucking Apple Music mm-hmm. and Spotify payments and shit like that. I'm pretty sure They don't have a problem (laughs) with the amounts of money that they're making because they own 100%
0: of the shit. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you weren't going to get that if you were going the physical route.
1: You weren't. You just weren't. Because you couldn't reach as many people. The fact that it's digital and it's on this big ass marketplace gives you an automatic inherent advantage that more people will be able to hear and see your shit. And you can literally pay for placement. Whereas before, the only placement you could pay for was fucking Walmart, Best Buy, Mom and Pop stores, shit like that. You could pay for preferential placing and shit like that. But- It's like if you was with a small distributor, you was only going where they distributed to. Mm -hmm. If you was like Three Six Mafia or fucking uh, Suave House or whatever, and you was partnering with Selecto Hits, they only had a network that went into like 13 states. That's as good as it fucking got. You You don't think Tony Draper would have appreciated having a fucking big ass platform like Apple Music or Spotify or Tidal to be able to put this shit where the whole world could see this shit?
0: Yeah, straight up. At
1: the click of a button, as opposed to, like, no, nah, you got to literally be in one of the 13 states that
0: Selecto operates in in order to be able to get a fucking Tila CD. Yeah. Look at, look at how many, like, down south legendary artists where their first album that came out to us is not their first album.
1: It's their eighth album. Yeah, <laughs> like, this yeah. shit is their eighth album. Yeah.
0: Like, that's why Luda's album was called Back for the First Time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's my first John, but not really. Not really. I've been selling these Johns. T.I. had an album before that. You know, yeah. all of that shit. Juvie. All, it's just what By it was. By the time
1: P. all the way broke, he already had like six albums. hmm And that's how he even got into a point to be able to negotiate the type of deal that he did with Priority. Coming off of a million dollar artist deal offer at Interscope that he turned down because he like yo I feel like I'm worth more money you know what I'm saying
0: for for as much as I love old school cars I hate old school pickup truck they all just give me that <laughs> chase nigga vibe like I, we was talking about that day I like it lynched <laughs> yeah, I hate the, I hate old school pickups that hate, paint job is insane the paint job is nice but it's it's like it I you know I, I don't I don't really care for old school pickups. But yeah, no the the stri- the only thing I think streaming has done has made us as consumers more ridiculous in our expectation. Yeah, because like you just said, back in the day you had to wait until Tuesday, and it wasn't a bunch of shit on Tuesday. Yeah, it was a nice amount, but it was like it was only two or three albums coming out. Yeah and you you know you had to wait for your man to drop you cuz it and there was no oh he just did a verse here or he dropped some shit over here right. or you know what Drake and them, the, what they call it the uh the shit Nike do now um with the releases out of nowhere um the oh, the quick strikes quick strike like it wasn't like that yeah. we're just oh yeah y'all up here y'all go <laughs> right. it wasn't like that no. back in the day yeah. you if your man say December 9th you you better patiently wait. Yeah, it's July. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get there. That's how it went. And it's funny because I told you, I was, me and her was watching this show called The Rookie on uh, Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's on ABC. And it's all of that. And we, we rip through the first season, rip through the second season, get through the third season, get to the fourth. We get to the fifth, and I'm just like, man, <laughs> where's the sixth season? Yeah. And then you go look, and it's like, oh, they're filming the sixth season right now. It'll be out in the fall. This year, and I'm just like, so what, what they ain't got, like, they can't just release one episode, like, as they fit, like, what's, what's... <laughs> yeah, what's good. And I had to think about it for myself, like, yo, we don't have to wait for like things anymore in television, no. like, dead ass. I won't watch a show. If it only got six episodes on on because it's like, I'm not even starting this shit till they three four three, four yeah. seasons in, then I can just watch all the shit. Yeah, I want to watch it at my own leisure. That's like, how that's how we are now. And it made me think about like, yo, I remember when the wire was going on. Like, people don't even dig it because a lot of people don't know just because it's a lot of fake wire fans out there, we don't gotta get into that. You know everybody's the one I was there when it was No, no you, you wasn't. wasn't. I promise you you wasn't. When season uh Three happened to The Wire. You know it was like two years before they actually came back with that. Like, because The Wire was almost off television.
1: Yeah, they were trying to figure out a way to make sense of this shit, the business part of it, to make it work.
0: But it was like, yo, I you dead ass had to wait two years for the next season of The Wire. Because it was like, yo, we just, we not dropping this fall. That's a real thing. That really happened. And now, you, the page, like... If you take two years in between seasons of a television show, you might well you, not even
1: bring it back. You, you might, might just,
0: as well, we done, we yeah, We found something else to we watch. We found some other shit. Blue bloods, nigga. Like, yeah, yeah. Swagger <laughs> is very
1: good on Apple yeah, Television. We like, found some
0: other shit to watch. That's the way it go. it's like it's kind of the same thing now with music, where it's like, unless you a big dog like a Kendrick, a J. Cole, a future, you can't take that much time off. Uh-huh. Because of the, did you see Joe Buttons the other day? It was this funny? Full circle, push a T. He was saying how he's declaring Jim Jones the winner in the battle because Push done took too long to respond. <laughs> yeah. so he like no responses a loss. <laughs> you you out. And I'm thinking like, damn. When Jay did Takeover, that was a, that was the summer. Yeah. And when he did the initial Takeover, then the one with the Nas verse dropped on September 11th. Nas didn't respond till December. Yeah, because Summer Jab is in June. In June. So we're talking about six months in the whole trajectory of that. And like now, if you don't respond in three weeks, you lost. Yeah, it's L. You can't even respond. Now. We don't N-A. even care what you yeah. got to say. Ain't that wild? So I think that's the only thing streaming has done. It's made us as people less impatient. Yeah. But as far as the artists and the creators and all of that shit, they're getting paid. Why do you think everybody, the writer strike is going on? Because the writers is like, yo, 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 we see the money funneling into this motherfucker. Yeah. Y'all, the budgets keep going up. What the? the, Well, you just (laughs) said Fast 9 budget was 260. Fast X was 350. Yeah. Coming out of a pandemic. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Y'all got an extra 100
1: mil to put into the budget of this film. So it's like, so the whole thing with the streaming shit and the reason why I'm pro streaming is there's a direct. Cash bottom line benefit that exists on all of these streaming networks, even yep. one like who even one like Peacock that's currently hemorrhaging money. Eventually, that shit is going to flip and they're going to start making a bunch of money. It's, it's pretty much fucking inevitable. You know why? Because their parent company has a cable monopoly. Oh. So if y'all can't convert billions of people <laughs> over, you can't if you can't. uh you know, on board, 100 million out of your billions of people that have your fucking cable service, you failed. Yep. You faltered. We have a conversion rate. On average, like we probably have somewhere, basically call it 10,000 people are listening to TRPE on a given week when we release a, a show on a regular feed. Mm-hmm. 10,000 people. We've successfully converted probably in total, a 1,000 people have converted to our Patreon at 1% or another mm-hmm. not all have stayed some accounts are on pause some are dormant some deleted their memberships this 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 and this but essentially we've converted 10 if nbc universal can't convert 10 of their cable vision fucking subscribers yeah. to app fucking people whether it be in the form of subsidized fucking um, app memberships, whether it's like oh you have if you have our cable you get the app for free for six months or whatever the fuck, if they can't convert hundred million motherfuckers, they failed.
0: Right,
1: it's an inevitability. And the thing is, Netflix is always going to get the first window and the the benefit of the doubt from the consumers because they were first to market. Yeah, Netflix is like industry standard. They're, They're the industry yeah. standard against all other fucking streaming networks are compared against. So it's like either you're going to rise to the level of Netflix or you're going to fucking falter and you're going to have an inferior product and we're just going to fucking go back to Netflix. Netflix is Teflon. Right. Netflix told motherfuckers, y'all can't share passwords no more. And niggas was like, all right, I guess I'll get my own account. <laughs> I, ain't, I never thought it
0: was going to come yeah. to this, but I'll get my own. Motherfuckers are not giving up Netflix. Dog, the trans community was like, y'all better not bag Dave Chappelle. And they was like, fuck you, Dave getting 18 more specials. Yeah. All right, we'll watch it. All right, man. <laughs> All right, we'll watch it. Fuck it. We just put yo. it like that. <laughs> we had two marches. Remember the the, the whistleblower from Netflix? They <laughs> yeah. drove that bitch in the street. It's <laughs> a stupid ass out here. Dumb ass. If this was the 60s, we would shoot you. <laughs> Netflix is definitely Teflon. Teflon. They've reached Teflon status a long time ago. That GTO was gorgeous. They've definitely reached uh, Teflon status. Prime is up there just because, you know, we, we can fuck what we lose. We we, we go to space. This and you know what I'm saying? At some On some level, it'll... Oh, shit, they got the Nas out there? Yeah. Yeah.
1: At, on some level, it'll just become, if it's that yeah, bad... Yeah, the 88 M3, it, that's if it's, definitely if it's, the Nas. If it's that bad of an albatross of a company, it'll just become a place for us to park bad debt. We'll move some of the Amazon losses over to Prime. We'll, we'll do what need be done in order to make sense of this shit. Um, regardless, you know what I'm saying? Because we make so much money doing our main thing. This is just an added bonus. Right. We got fucking, how many people got prime memberships? I would probably imagine at least a hundred, maybe 80 million people have prime memberships or some shit like that I saw at
0: somebody, $140 a year. I saw somebody was like, prom day, don't be priming like you used to. And it'd be like, well, yeah, you, you have, you already have 12 foot iPhone charges. There's <laughs> not much more junk you really need. Yeah, that's a 69 Camaro SS is definitely all that, too.
1: I'm curious to know this now. How many Prime members does Amazon have?
0: Oh, that's got to be in the millions. I'm going to go as far as saying 20 million. I think it's more. Dog. 200 200. million. Two hundred million. When I said I just said eighty. When I said twenty, I'm like I think I'm undershooting that drastically. Two hundred million, bro.
1: Sales during Prime Day on Amazon reached eleven point seventy nine billion in twenty twenty
0: one. Oh yeah, during the panorama, I yeah, because everybody was buying shit. Eleven billion in a day. Dog.
1: <laughs> Over. Over 200 million Prime members at $140 a year because they just raised the price last year. So let's go 200 times 140, said $28 billion <laughs> yeah. a year yeah. in just Prime membership. That's before you niggas buy anything. Before you buy. You want to okay. get this quick delivery? Yeah. You got to pay for this yeah. shit, nigga. Damn. So they don't give a fuck with, no. with Prime fucking. You no. know what I'm saying? That's Luke. why the
0: movies are so bad. You ever matter. go on the joint where they got like the black joint <laughs> on prom and it's a movie called uh, Don't Stop, Pop That Pussy, The Loose Life Story? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, that's why. Because we don't give a fuck. 200 million prom members is crazy. Yeah, man. 200. Damn.
1: So yeah, so it's like you know there, there there's direct benefits to streaming. I appreciate the digital revolution and being able to have access to all of this fucking content, Bruh, do you, because it gives look, us more shit to talk about. Think for about y'all.
0: think about how clean my wall look. and I've seen your setup like how <laughs> clean. clean right. how, you know how we you would have them big ass cabinets no. with all that shit we in them, the entertainment no. center all that bullshit. You'd have a spiral with just disc <laughs> on it. You like Ebony Ho sixty seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that like, you don't got to do none of that dumb ass shit oh, no more no. dog you can just go on there and it's on there but what you do- can right now go into your phone and just look any movie you want and see what it's streaming on mm-hmm. and you so, one of you got it hey,
1: you can literally like i still have c- cable because i'm a dickhead i'm about to yeah, cut this shit crazy. off any day now but it's like on my cable remote i could just say uh with the voice john uh Open such and such on Netflix or on Prime or on Tubi or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck through the cable vision yeah. and it'll open that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like they, they there's all these filters to fucking fil- filtrate through all of this fucking content and where it's at and all of this old shit. Or they'll find it for you if you don't. Yo, know. I
0: ain't gonna hold you at this point. I'm such a Fire Stick boy. I'm like I don't I I don't like when I go to people's house and they got cable. I'm like. Whoa, how are, uh, like, yeah, because I'm so far removed from this shit, just because where we at, like the accessibility, where it's just like, bro, you got people out here that will tap into the cable feed and straight just, here you go, dog, give me 50 bucks, man, take this shit. Like, you remember back in the day, like, a chip box was like, whoa, where you get your, where you get this? And it's like, you had to turn it on the right way, because if you didn't, (laughs) you'll
1: get no channels. Not only do you not get the porn and the smokers, you don't get no channels. You don't cut this motherfucker on right.
0: Hey, man. I'm going to see how much denies go for. It.
1: So what I will say is about the imperfect part of streaming is they got to fix the calculation. They like They have to because there's so much money coming in. And it's like, yo, it's almost like they're not putting the membership money in like the calculation. It's like, no, that's that's our shit. That's. Mm. That's for infrastructure. Don't, don't even count that. Like, let's see how many eyeballs this generate. That we'll calculate a penny of a penny of a penny for that shit.
0: How y'all calculating money that's in Switzerland? It ain't even in. <laughs> it
1: ain't even here. Yeah. Like, this shit is in the Caymans, first and foremost. Y'all, y'all
0: answer too many fucking questions. Speaking of overseas, real quick before we get done with this one. Are you up on, like, the Mansories? Yes. Have you seen the new man Story Phantom?
1: Yeah, Rick Ross got one. Dog. It's, it's out of this world.
0: Dog. Dog.
1: It's out of this world, and then he randomly had a uh, he had uh, another rolls got delivered to his house that was a Mansory John, and I'm just like uh, the
0: Mansory Phantom. Me and I, me and Drew was talking about that shit. That shit a million dollars, and I'm just looking at it like, oh my god, <laughs> <y'all>. <laughs> like it looked like a tank, like it's huge, and you know they wide body the shit and all of that shit, and it sits up a little higher, like. That shit is 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 incredible, man. And I was looking at Mansory and just how they like came about and did all this shit. You know, Germany and they got places all over the world and they they got dealerships in Poland and Russia and Iceland and India and China and it, it's so much money going on out in the world, man. Like, unbelievable. That Mansory that that's that's one of the nicest cars. It I've says seen. this
1: car, the most super super car Blondie's uh, website says this car isn't for everybody, partly because of the over the top design and partly because of the price. The flagship Rolls Royce Phantom starts at around four sixty, while the EWB model, extended wheelbase model, starts at roughly five fifty. Yeah, like the Mansory 600. model here you'll see costs a million dollars. Yep, you redhead, right?
0: Fucking million dollars. When I was looking at it, it was gorgeous. And I'm like, I don't know if I need a million-dollar car, but... I sure wouldn't hurt to have one. Yeah, it, it couldn't be big. I can't see it being bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was funny because we was talking about the lottery. Um, You know, the Joe the Day is at 900 for the night. you I remember I was telling you they both was big as shit? Yeah. Um. But um, I was, like, having that much money in that, in that like, that fast. It, it, I Remember, I was telling you, to me, it's kind of scary or whatever. And Lee was, she was told to be a Jewel. She was like, if 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 you had, like, that kind of money, do you think you could spend, like, a million dollars in a day? I was like, in a day? I'll knock that shit off before <laughs> noon. I'll be looking around like, damn, we ain't even getting no lunch. <laughs> we, we got, Already we got, a million dollars, man, and this we, is crazy. We got, we got, Let's see if Panera take a firm, because I done spent a million my bank and turned my debit card, <laughs> card off card Like, what? I've been done spent a million ain't even getting nothing to eat yet. Like, right. I still love those, man. The Continentals. Yeah. They are. they. That That's just a, a cool-ass coupe forever.
1: Yeah, I remember when my man Mike Harris, that owned Total Sport, had first got one. That shit was like. This is in the early 2000s. He's just like, what the fuck is
0: this? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody asked me that, uh, Um, what what would be my top 10 cars. I'll do that on the show, like my top 10 cars of all time. I'm like a historical car nigga and shit. But
1: I can already tell y'all this for sure, for sure. Uh, t- the top of next year, I'm getting a G-Wagon and a GLE 63s. That's happening.
0: Yeah, it, it's a couple Jones I want. Like... I get the money I want, especially with everything. Like it's a couple old schools I know I want for sure. Like a lot of the new shit, I ain't really like super duper crazy. But yeah. I say it's little pieces I like, little things I yeah. like. Like the G wagon, I like. I like the G wagons a lot. But I think that at a certain point, they 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 hit that trendy, you know, kind of slutty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they definitely hit that. Like the yours, like it definitely yeah. went in that that boot.
1: Yeah, I'm not even. Um, I, I mean, I still obviously still like the Urus, but I don't desire to own one. And for a while, I did, and I saw a path to getting one. Especially, uh, they started to like come down dramatically mm-hmm. um, in
0: price because you know they were super taxing for them, Jones. Um, it just, it just, they, they just, they just have a slutty appeal to them, yeah. and then the G wagon does too. And then I think the G wagon is a fine automobile, yeah. but it definitely like. I think I think there's more of a statement being made out of getting out of like. A S five eighty or 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 even a Maybach two tone, yeah. Than it is getting out of a G because the G wagon just has like a slutty aura to it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, them, like them, perfect them example. Maybachs. You know what I think makes more of a statement hopping out of a nine eleven turbo yeah. than getting out of a G wagon because you yeah, don't see them because it's like oh you know mm. like it's like that yeah. kind of drone where like the G wagon is just oh you listen to the little dirt. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's what it like you're just in the mix of all the yeah. niggery shit. Whereas like if you jump out of a 911 Turbo S or a 911 Targa it's just like mm-hmm. who put you on? Like what what's and it's yeah. just cuz that's a conversation starter. For sure. Where you see a chick like if you see a chick jumping out of a 911 Targa it's just like But you see a chick hop out of a G-Wagon, it's just like, fuck with Tyree. <laughs> my man seen her with, with, with Brandon Grant, you know what I'm saying? Like, my could just start making shit up, yeah. like, just on the strength. Whereas, like, it's certain cars to me. I, I, I guess it's just some car shit. Like, it just, it say a lot more when you're in certain shit. Yeah. Like, my man was saying that shit. Like, he was like, he had the chance to get the C8, but it was like the Z06 wasn't out. And he was just like, a C7, Z06 say a lot more than a, a Stingray C8. It's just like, it's trendy. It's the new, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like, you got a Z06, ZL3, C7, it's yeah. like, the, the, and the stick shift. It's a with, with the 21s in the back and the 20s and a half in the front. All he's set. like, <laughs> like the the real motherfucker see it and just like, yeah, yeah, it's like that, John. So it's just certain cars I just think like. Like if I had to get like something new like on something like yo you can't do no old school shit. Yeah. It would be something along the lines of like a 911. Gotcha. Something like, and 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 I I I bear, I just make it now in yeah. a 911 where it's like yeah. But like Dunbar was saying about the whole Richard Mill thing. It's like it's not necessarily to watch. It's like a yeah, no, I couldn't bring the Rari in here, yeah. so I bought the Richard Mill. Yeah, and I, that's, need, I need a Richard Mill bed. And that's kind of what the, the Lambo, Ferrari, like, them cars are just like, like, you know, it's a Lambo dealership right over here in Wayne. Mm-hmm. And I was riding past it the other day. They had a sky blue um, Aventador sitting out front. And I'm just like, that shit is gorgeous. But it's just like, it's 750, and it's just like <laughs> loud as fuck. Yeah. And it's just that, I'm an asshole, so I bought this. Yeah,
1: waking the neighbors up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. I was looking at a, a um um a ZL1 Corvette. Um, the one year that they made them with the LS9 motors in them and shit. And the one John I was watching, the dude took the LS9 motor out. Of that Corvette, and he put it in an old school vet. So he put it in like a '59 Corvette. <laughs> John was nasty as fuck. You know it's the only supercharger Chevy ever made, the yeah. ZO, the Z, the z 9 uh, motor. Like, I mean, the LS9 motor. It's the only time they ever did a supercharger. And it's crazy to think, like, for all the shit they did with the Corvette, they ne- they only did a supercharger once for like a special edition. Right. Joan. Like all of their engines, ain't none of them turbocharged, supercharged, none of that shit. I like Corvettes. Corvettes are cool as fuck to me. Yeah. Like, like if I like when I do my top ten, Corvettes is without a shadow of a doubt in there. Cause I like the '63 split window. I like the '58. I like the fucking '67. I like the fucking '72. The Stingray from that year. The Joan Chris Tucker had yeah. in the first rush hour. Like Corvettes have just always Real been American it. Muscle. Yeah, it's just it's just always been a cool ass sports car. You know what the best selling car is of all time? Best
1: selling.
0: The best-selling car of all time has more units sold than any other car in the world. Uh, Toyota Camry. Woo, you close. The Corolla. Oh, shit. 50 million. Damn. Yeah. And it was funny because I was reading this shit where the guy was saying how, like, everybody with cars gets into the game and it's just like, I want to go the fastest or I want to have the best this or I want to have the best that. And, you know, Toyota and them, they figured it out where it was just like economy. It's way more people barely making mm-hmm. it than it is people buying La yep. Ferraris. Yeah. That's just reality. These $300 notes popping. Oh, <laughs> 270 if you really really nice with your credit. Seriously. 50 million Corollas have been sold. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Think about that 50 million of them at 17,000 a pop. Some good eating. Yeah. Enough to bake biscuits for the projects. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. That that that's just like them nine elevens, man. They're just nasty. Fucking flat six engines in them and shit, and it's light as fuck. Yeah. Like it's nothing in the car. Sickening. But I got nothing else for this. We just talking. The uh, you got anything else you want to throw out? Hey
1: man, get your tickets.
0: Chloe is just determined. Get down.
1: <laughs> Can't say it enough. Get your tickets. TRP weekend is vastly approaching. We are now four weeks away. Four weeks. Started this shit. We was like thirteen weeks out. We're now four weeks away. This show is, is pulling up on us faster than ever. Uh, go to officialtrpe.com. Hit the events tab. You can get all of your tickets right there on, um, you know, right on the same uh, from the same website. Whatever. It's different sites for the for the brunch and after party tickets versus the uh, live show tickets or whatever. Because that's powered through uh, World Cafe Live's ticketing system. Shout out to 14th and Market, uh, our our sponsor, our partner, the people that empower us um, to do what we need to do and put on these great productions for y'all. And I just hope that y'all appreciate the effort and everything that we're trying to put together as much as we, uh, you know, are enjoying doing so and, you know, creating this interactive uh, community um, in and around TRPE that expands past us just talking into these microphones and y'all receiving this content and you know us really you know becoming a community and interacting with one another so that's the the biggest
0: part of all of this straight up uh, one last thing with cars do you are you into any of like the cars by like region you mean like the
1: dunks and so like you
0: got the dunks in florida you got like the swanging with the old school caddies with the pokeouts and down in texas you got like the 63 and the 64 impala on some west coast shit are you in any of that type of shit
1: <sighs> not as much as i like when i was a kid i loved low riders and shit
0: i always said like if i had money just on some shit i would get like a 64 impala yeah. or maybe like a uh like a like a 70 monte carlo or something like yeah. that sort of like remember the john uh Denzel drove in training yes, day. I loved it. Like, like shit like that. Like I th- loved That was Denzel. a seven I think that was a seventy one or a seventy two. But like this the 70, 71, Monte Carlos, the uh like the uh what's the the, the El Camino shit like I always said I would get like something in that yeah. range if I had it.
1: I was watching uh I fell down a most expensive rabbit hole yesterday. I was watching some of the latest episodes. Two Chains was on there with two short. And they were with, um, I forget the name of the company, but it was like a a, a, a group of Mexican guys that have a lowrider uh, restoration company or whatever like that. These motherfuckers was building $200,000 lowriders. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jones, where it's like... The fucking the the, Nigga. the the under the undercarriage is all engraved My and custom dog. and chromed out and uh, this and this like crazy.
0: Uh, shit. Uh, Counts Customs. I was watching the joint. The, the bull was on there. I am pretty sure it's the same bull, but they were showing a. Um, they had a yellow, gold, and green, yellow, orange, gold, and green lowrider, and the bull did like custom paint engraving throughout the whole fucking car and it was like yeah that shit 260 grand yeah. and it was just like yo it looks so fucking nasty and everything was chrome in the engine right. the trunk all of the air kits for the for the bouncing shit yeah. was chrome they did that shit gorgeously so it was like yeah them jones they get they get costly as fuck when you really really getting into it you know, you basically got to redo the whole car, like exactly. under it and shit, for all of that bouncing and shit. Yeah,
1: you basically starting with a fucking... You, you know, you stripping whatever you're buying, you're stripping it down to essentially like a shell, where it's like we just got just the fucking mm-hmm. car. Maybe we can keep the seats and then you know uh, go over them with some new. Uh, new cushions whatever, whatever but it's like for the most part they are completely reconstructing that car top to bottom
0: yeah but I, I would definitely do some shit where I had like almost like a museum for like cars where it's like yeah. a lot of this shit I don't even drive I just kind of got it and like I start them I tinker with them take them out maybe but it's like it ain't like I'm putting these bitches on the highway or doing no crazy yeah. ass shit like that the, the, um, definitely especially when you talk about like collector shit like if you talk about like a 67 GTO or like a 70 SS 454 yeah. uh, Chevelle like you, you, you just not ripping and running in them Jones. I yeah. saw a dude he did a resto mod on a um Chevelle, a seventy Chevelle. And he spent like hundred and fifty grand, completely upgrading everything. So where he had like modern brakes, modern suspension, air conditioning. You know, all of that shit didn't have yeah. it. So it's like you know they had to basically go in and basically like certain cars didn't even have like modern day radiators and shit. They had to go and redo. it. And yeah. it's just like I don't know about all of that, but it's like. <laughs> Cause you know, it's a whole different thing from like a resto mod as opposed to like a restoration yeah, yeah. where you basically bring it back to its original state, but then you got people that go and they like change a bunch of shit. So it's like, that's a whole different ball game you get into. I didn't even know it was going to be lightning and all that crazy shit. Yeah, I just shit see tonight.
1: and I keep seeing out the corner of my eye, I'm like,
0: but I, I'm not really into the dunk shit. Like, I guess just, just it's cause Gucci I'm, fuck. yeah. Like I'm, I guess I'm just like too much of a up here nigga. The, um, and the swang and shit, I don't, I don't really, like, I, I never was into that shit. Even when it was popping, like, in culture, I was never really like, you know what I'm saying? But I somebody had asked me that recently, like, yo, I want you to do a top 10 car list on the show. And I'm like, yeah, I'd have to really sit and think about it. I know for sure the Corvette, the Corvette, the S-Class Mercedes, you know what I mean? Um... The 9-11, like it's just yeah. certain shit that I just know is gonna be in there and you know the um I keep it a buck with you. It's probably gonna be like regular shit, and like you know, I just respect certain shit a lot more than most people. But I got nothing else. Uh we out. We'll be back. Question time in a
1: couple days. Yeah, I'll put the post up with for the questions right after these episodes. So right. be on the lookout for that. People have already been sending me questions before. I told you I got this (laughs) on about the cars the other day. Yeah, People have already been sending me questions already, but leave them in the comments uh, when we put this post up, man. Other than that, get your tickets, get your tickets, get your tickets. OfficialTRPE.com, World Cafe Live, Box Office, and then we also have the remaining TRPE uh, tickets available on um, Eventbrite. You can just go on there, search TRPE Weekend, WKND, and you can find that right on there also. We out. Peace.